it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. No, man, you already took one mic from me, baby. You ain't gonna take another. I got something to say. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Today I can't give the game everything on the floor. Today I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. The Rich Eisen Show. I'm excited. I, I think they should just look forward to it and embrace it. Today's guests, Fox Sports NBA analyst Jim Jackson. Chargers running back Austin Eckler. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Jim Jackson's going to join us in about 20 minutes' time. The longtime NBA player from The Ohio State University and now with Turner Sports. He's going to be joining us in about 20 minutes time to discuss what we uh, we all know is uh, is good times um, with uh, with uh, the the association. And we're waiting on what's going on with uh, uh, Damian Lillard. And we're waiting to see what's going on with the association in general. Uh, one thing that I was not waiting on uh, with the NBA um, at all, um, as we're waiting on, you know, what's going on with Lillard, we're waiting on what's going on with Harden. One thing that I was not waiting on at all was whether LeBron James was going to announce he was coming back for the 21st season. I, I'll be, I'm straight up. I'm straight up with you. I, I know he left it open-ended at the end of last season, but no, no, I didn't he, think... He did that to take away from the fact that the Nuggets had just swept him. I don't know about that. Dude, I, come on. So many aspects of LeBron's are calculating and they are purpose. calculated yeah. and i think last night was 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 scripted and and put together for sure now i think that but for you to sit there and think you know that i'm gonna go into this game and if we get swept i'm gonna make it seem like it's open-ended you know like like we can't we can't give lebron the same 21st 20th to 21st season um leeway as you would give anybody else that maybe he is done. Maybe it is something that he has done. And, and so I, I will give it a benefit of the doubt that it's just the end of the season. He's hurt again. He's not a hundred percent. Again, we don't know how much is in fact something that he can put into his day and night to get ready for, for a game. I mean, I, I will give him that, that leeway, but you, you really think he's going into that post game press conference saying, I'm going to leave it open-ended as whether I'm retiring because I want people to talk about that now, how, not how the Nuggets curb stomped the team. Yes, but they weren't supposed to be in that position. Rich, the next day, the after Lakers that happened, overperformed. We came in here and taught. No, well, they made all these changes at the break, and they were a really good team. Chris Mannix had them in the NBA Finals. Remember, he was one of the only ones. You didn't say it. I didn't say it. We didn't say it. We came I on know. here the next day and didn't talk at all about the Nuggets. 
We talked about, come on, nobody bought that for a second. I didn't. And so he goes on an ESPN-produced event last night. Yes. ESPN has been talking for months about how the Lakers have gotten better around him right. to play next year. Yes. Not once mentoring the R word. And he comes on last night and says, I'm back. And then does this thing that I think you should do after every take this Should year. I do that? Is what, just do this. Put the whatever, whatever this is. Well, and, and, and this is supposedly breaking news and red banner on the bottom line and well, leading first take. Like, get, come on. This happened <laughs> last night on the ESPYs. We could, we could play the moment, I guess. Um, he uh, won the ESPY for best record-breaking performance. He passed Kareem, as we all know, as the all-time leading scorer this year in his 20th season, which he was as good as ever. Um, and uh, his uh, beautiful family was up there, and they were the ones who presented him with that award. So... Roll it. When the season ended, um, I said I wasn't sure if I was going to keep playing. And I know a lot of experts told you guys what I said, but I'm here now speaking for myself. In that moment, I'm asking myself if I can still play without cheating the game. Can I give everything to the game still? Truth is, I've been asking myself this question at the end of the season for a couple years now. I just never openly talked about it. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. <laughs> and guess who didn't get mentioned again last night? Who? The team that won the NBA title. Oh, stop it, dude. The Denver Nuggets once again get overshadowed well, well, then, by then, LeBron James's then, drama. Then they're going to come back next year. I mean, Jamal Murray was there last night. They didn't win. I didn't see the whole. Uh, they didn't win anything. The nope. Nuggets got. Nope. They, Nuggets didn't, got bagels last night. Didn't didn't get mentioned. The, 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 uh, you got to turn on. Can you turn on his microphone? Jamal Murray won an award. He's had. He what? did? What? Yeah. He well, won. Um, I missed all the tweets and Instagram Well, he was there, which means he, he won, won something. He, he won something, like comeback. I don't remember. Let me the, tell you the, something. John Jones was up I, for the I award. Just, and again, this is not. This so is, they did not the, win anything. So, uh, look, I, I didn't think he was going to retire. Nobody, I nobody he was retire. did. No, but I, I, honestly, and I know that this will come across as contrived, especially since that was completely scripted last night. Trust me, LeBron's not showing up for this award if his family isn't presenting it right. and he's not winning it. And I know that. That's what happened back in the day when when we, and I'll include myself in this, were building the ESPYs. The ESPYs started before I got there and then I worked myself into the Sports Center rotation enough with Stuart that they asked Stuart and I to take over. I think Dan and Keith were the first ones to do an ESPY pregame show. So um, Stu and I did it and the balcony of uh, Radio City Music Hall for years like we were the old Muppets, you know, and um, and it was tough getting athletes to come to these things. Tough. And 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 Ken Griffey Jr., he was front row, front center uh, 25 years ago because I saw the video, Norm. it was Norm last oh, yeah. night oh, yeah. who infuriated a lot of the athletes. <laughs> and the insults came from Will Ferrell doing uh, Harry Carey. And I remember a lot of the athletes were not laughing. It was, it was an uncomfortable night, made more uncomfortable when Larry Walker won Baseball Player of the Year and Junior was pissed. He got up. I remember Stewart 
ran after him. And um, Howard Katz, who's now currently with the NFL and NFL Films, ran after Stewart. And went up, screw it, I'll tell the whole story. What do I care? It's 25 years later. And You're not getting invited? And they went into the, half of it's been <laughs> lost in the mail for 21 years. And, and they went into the men's room. And Stu told me that, that um, Junior was pissed. Like he flew all, like he came to the ESPYs to lose baseball player of the year. And then I can't confirm it, but all I know is magically player of the year, the big award at the end, uh, was split. It was a tie. Unbelievable how it was oh, the same weird. amount of oh, votes yeah. for Tiger Woods and his fellow, I believe at the time, neighbor in the community in South Florida that they were living in, Ken Griffey Jr. So if an athlete is there, more likely than not, they're picking up an award and they know that in advance. Because the ESPYs want these moments. By the way, beautiful moment with DeMar Hamlin last night awarding you know, the Bills training staff with their award for saving his life. So the, that's these are beautiful moments that are viral because they're beautiful. And it does spotlight the athletes. That was the whole idea. They want stars and they want to spotlight the athletes and the moments that we talk about and why we watch sports. It is beautiful. And Maura Mant, may she rest in peace, was so awesome at finding the right combinations that would you know, push our buttons to get us to cry and remember and like like Jimmy V. Those moments. Boy, Jimmy V, you laugh, you cry, it's a great day. 30 right? years, Jimmy V. Right. And Dick E. V, who announced he's got cancer on his throat, Ugh. on his vocal cords, so we send our best to Dick E. V. But I went down this road to say there's no question LeBron wanted to say what he said last night. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that if he was reading off a prompter that this thing was written, you know. Hopefully by him. It does. Even if it's not, who who cares? Uh, but the whole idea, I, honestly, who cares? He he definitely, I'm sure, read it through. I'm I'm sure that nobody's talking for him. This is what he wanted to say: his beautiful family out there sharing in the moment for him. It is a crowning achievement. He is King James. He did. He's now the all-time scoring king. You know, and and I know that it bothers some people that he likes to be scripted like that. He's not the only one. Remember Peyton Manning got lit up for having his uh, his celebration was, of his 50th and, and touchdown all scripted? Too. I know, and so people do that. But honestly... But it's okay I, to call these guys out for it being awkward and or, weird. Or you know what? It's just this is the way they want to conduct their business, and I will, I'm glad he's coming back for 21st season. I just didn't think he was in doubt. He's so damn good. The team is coming back. They were that's the thing too, is I, I don't I know last night was planned, scripted, however. I don't know how many ESPYs LeBron has been to lately. I think the last one is when he Probably when they he spoke, hosted, I'm guessing. No, I think it's when remember that he and a a bunch of NBA stars spoke oh, yeah, about social justice and, that and in a very moving and, beginning of that ESPYs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But all I know is that at the end of the season, he might have actually been thinking it. And maybe he'll be thinking it next year. I won't believe it because his son's coming. That's why nobody think. B- believes it. Nobody thinks he's going to retire until Unless he doesn't perform well. well. We take for granted his greatness now. And, again, that Laker team, at this point last year, let's just go right back to last year at this time, right? We know what we were thinking. He's toast. The team's toast. 
The new coach coming in can't get Russell Westbrook to do what he he wants. He's going to have a very difficult time selling what he wants the team to buy, certainly since it's LeBron's team anyway, right? It's LeBron's front office. It's LeBron's team. And and what's Darvin Ham going to do anyway with this awful roster that is unfixable? Am I telling any tales out of school? When no, we had Darvin Ham on this program one job. year ago. And now here they are. Austin Reeves has been paid. He's now a star right? in this town. And the rest, you know, D'Angelo Russell is here. And Adios. see you to, to, to Dennis Schroeder. And by the way, how great was the Gabe Vincent signing? Right? Sneaky, really good. Dude played really well in the playoffs. Gabe Vincent yeah, man. is going to be on this team. They're improved. I think right. they actually improved they themselves. They improved tremendously. LeBron. I know, which is why I don't believe. So, you know what? What are we doing last night? This is just who he is. This is what makes him tick. He wants his fa- He wants to share this moment with his family. He's probably insanely proud of beating Kareem or passing Kareem. He should be. It's the a, SBs it's are The SBs are, 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 in his mind, sitting here in Los Angeles. They probably reached out to him. Who knows? He might have a deal with Disney for his production company. And they asked him. How about this? Your family comes, they present you with an award and you speak. And he decided to say, I'll make it, you know, I'll make an announcement that I'm coming back that we all didn't think was necessary. And that's what makes him tick. And that's why he's going to be great for his 21st season. And that's why we can all you know, laugh at this. In the same way, you're like one Rich, why do you always have to pace when you're on the phone, right? I did it again today. I do it every day. You watch me on the phone, I pace. You also understand, I'm, not a, I, I'm sure I have some idiosyncrasies that... We, we all do. Okay, so LeBron's idiosyncrasy... Is everything is about me all the time when I it don't doesn't know. need to be? I can't imagine what it's like I mean, to walk around like him. I, I, I don't think it's everything's about me. They gave him the award. Which yeah. is, and, and, they told an him, award. and they told him your wife and your kids can present it to you on so ABC. talk about the award and the greatness and what it meant to you. And then to make this like, I'm re- coming back. Nobody thought you were leaving. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is just did someone what comes did someone with the. At ESPN, it just what, it's what like, comes with the meal. Iger yeah. and, and Jimmy Pataro say, "Hey, LeBron, look, it's slow time. We need some headlines, yeah. no. some content no. the rest of the week. No, like they announce your like, announce you're coming back. No, was what do he you think? coached on this? You, come on, Chris. Like the guys <laughs> doesn't on, need Rich, to be. You know how this works. But not not that you need Bob Iger to tell you what to do. It's it's him and Mav Carter running the world. He doesn't need to so hear from executives idea, about what to something do. Something that no one thought was ever a thing. They're just going to fabricate maybe they have, this Or up? maybe they have been talking about it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it is for, for a 24-hour period. It, it might have been real. Like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I, I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes, but I know for sure, like, Bob Iger is probably in, and uh, Jimmy Pitaro, you're referring to the president of ESPN, they were probably like psyched that LeBron wants to do this. Are you kidding me? LeBron, they had, if you had told me back in 19, 25 years ago on that night I was telling you about being there with Norm McDonald and Ken Griffey Jr. and John Elway was sitting there feeling offended oh, yeah. about some of the stuff that was being said by Will Ferrell, right? Yeah, Charles Woodson. And all of that stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? If you had told me we would have the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA and the MVP of the NFL – the hottest player on planet Earth in both of those sports showing up at the ESPYs and accepting awards and being psyched to be there with their families. 
we would have been like, really? That's what this thing's going to become? Because we were just like, again, I don't mean to bring up the Will Ferrell joke. We were pulling teeth, (laughs) you know, trying to get some people there. And that's why they moved it from February to the middle of, of July is you might get football players now. In February, they had just finished the season, you know. You definitely get some NBA players because the season's done, not in the middle of their all-star break. You'll get some baseball players, maybe because it's the middle of their all-star break, not as they're about to go off to spring training. Hockey players, you get, I mean, they moved it. So I'm sure they were psyched that LeBron was there last night. I just was like, okay, I didn't think you were leaving. I think everyone. I wasn't on the edge of my seat, and I understand why you – and those who feel that LeBron is too manicured and too planned and too, you know, not um, as uh, spontaneous, right, as, as one would think a human being should be, gets upset about it. And I'm sure he's like, uh, I don't care. But once but, again, but once again this is the biggest is story. There's always going to be people like Chris who are going to take umbrage with anything this man does. That's not true. I think you still mad. respect they're LeBron. They're going to get mad and co- at the people who like LeBron and be like, oh, the LeBron stands do this. But what about the people who just incessantly hate on the man? It's just like <laughs> the guy's in a no-win situation once no matter again, what he does. The, the biggest story out of something is him instead of the teams that actually won the championships this the, last well, year the, and, the again, great, no. and the great stories. Well, That's been the Nuggets. People care way, about no one has, the Denver we, Nuggets. We haven't, even mentioned, we haven't even mentioned Liam Hendricks today, the White Sox reliever who got that the beautiful. Courage Award last right. night. Like Nobody's talking about any of those things. But we could have. We're talking we about, chose, this, we're talking we about this guy that. who is doing something and announced something that we already knew. We could have sat here and spent this whole time talking about we Liam could have. Hendricks. That's our and, choice. And, that's yeah, a, that's, so that was a, that's that was a, a conscious that's, decision. That's a, that an OP, me. an R problem. You know, it could right. have been, but it was chosen to spend all this time talking about LeBron doing something that no one thought he was going to do anyway. You could have left it at that, but instead we've been going on and on about LeBron, and then people so, get mad about it. By the way, we can go home now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's our Nuggets coverage right there. There you go. <laughs> See, we talked about the Nuggets. It's just, he's very polarizing, that guy. Let's just, talk. I like to just sit back and just watch the division that he creates. It's funny to me. Let's talk to Jim Jackson. That's next. This right. is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. For instance, oh. like, for instance, I saw Justin Jefferson out uh, a couple nights ago when I was out in, uh, with Susan and I had dinner oh, with yeah? friends. Yeah, Catch? Uh, no. Chris? Catch <laughs> LA? No. Uh, neither spot. Uh, he <laughs> was doctor. here in town, and I congratulated him in advance of the ESPY award. I'm sure he was no, no, no doubt in town to pick up. Mm-hmm. And Did he, he win one last he night? Won one. He won. The, I'm telling you that there's before best. Uh, if if you're an athlete and you're coming to the ESPYS, best play. You've been essentially told in advance you're going to win. I think. Uh, I don't know. Others might uh, show up and not win. NFL honors is different. I, I was, mean, some of these some of the some of the guys at NFL honors are sitting there and they're they're not they're not going up to the stage. I wish they would do that with the uh, Emmys. That way we could know. Three hours in advance. Oh, not, for us? Yeah, we're going to be disappointed. <laughs> that would save us a lot of time. Save a long night. <laughs> we would get to dinner before eleven o'clock. <laughs> TJ, I do know because when I get nominated, I win. That, uh, that's, yeah. I mean, he does have I a see, good point. That's okay. how I get you. Here's guys what back. I'm going to do. Here's I mean, what I'm going to do. A point though, he does. Hold win on a minute. Every Hold year. on a minute. Hold on a minute. That's how I get you. Back. This guy. I'm going to do it. Please do. You're, do it. You are an asshole. Thank you. When it comes to this. I, when it comes to this, I'm sorry to the Roku <laughs> people. <laughs> Rightfully so. I did, it's not on terrestrial radio, but I mean, when it comes to this, I mean, seriously, you're part of a team here that wants to win all together. <laughs> all right? You guys give me a lot of crap. I got to come what? back a little About things well, in general. Mean, I was just, I'm allowed to be. He's got a point. When I'm nominated, I win. Well, party. not, I, I guess. Then it's us dragging you down? Is that what it is? Basically, that's no. what he says. I want to win with the show. I know you do. I don't I, doubt I, that. I don't believe you, We're actually. An Mike, you're like LeBron. I never thought he was retiring, and I don't believe you want to win. <laughs> but I am here to stay. I'm planning it. He's also uh, 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 a Fairweather fan. He's off the of Sabalenka already. Yeah, He's moved, moved on, on to yeah. the mixed that doubles. Quick. Yeah. Do you move, what do you mean you moved quick? on to the mixed doubles? I can't say your name, but I'm not going to say. Is, it he is that the, the Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. Furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on this program. We're uh, locating Jim Jackson as we speak. Rich, that comment about Del Tufo play well yeah, in that six to nine time rate. I know. No, I'm, <laughs> I worked a little bit blue on our Roku <laughs> channel. Love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I figure on the Roku <laughs> channel audience, there may be there may be some children out there on a summer break and uh, earmuffed. I'm, you know, oh, they, they've heard worse on the playground. Earmuffed. Trust me. Yeah. All right, we, we've located Jim. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's great. 
Is he on the phone line? He right is. Now? Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 14-year NBA veteran, one of our favorites uh, from uh, Turner Sports and The Ohio State University. Jim Jackson back here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Jim? Awesome, brother. Enjoying a little time off, traveling a bunch. Okay. Keeping track of free agency, you know. I got you. Stuff. What about you, man? How, how's things with you? I'm just, you know, working. I'm just working, working for a living. Uh, did a little bit of traveling. My kids are all in camp right now. Um, so my house is very quiet. Um, <laughs> it's very, very quiet. Um, so things are things are going all right. Things are, thank you for asking. Not many guests oh, ask that of me, by the way. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Jim. You're a very caring man. I greatly appreciate I that. I am. You know, Thank you. Got good, good, good parenting, brother. <laughs> it's the Ohio in me, in the Midwest. The oh. Midwest. Okay. Did Michigan ever come to knock on your door to play? Yeah, oh, yeah. Bill Frieder was the coach then at the time. Okay. And? Uh, actually, I took an unofficial. Not, you know, Toledo is right there. I'm actually closer to Ann Arbor, 45 minutes. Were you born in the same hospital as Harbaugh from yep, Toledo? And, and Trussell. That's right. Right there. Okay. Yeah, Mercy okay. Hospital. Right okay. Downtown. Okay. So you know, you know what's funny, Rich, is that a big bulk of my high school, I would spend a lot of time playing. Actually, pick up ball in Detroit in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Now I couldn't play in the, the famous Saint Cecilia because at the time in high school in Ohio, if you played in that league, you would be ineligible to play high school basketball. So, but it was some other leagues like Belmont and Andy Sanders and other places, River Rouge that I played through high school. Um, a bunch because it was just an easier track and you had a higher level of competition too there in the Detroit area. So you, if you went to Michigan, would you have won a championship with Glenn Rice and, and if you had chosen Michigan? No, I came in that next year. Okay, I came in the next year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm so, always like a year. Like, <laughs> Come on now, no, no, no. So, so wait a minute. So, were you on re- like a recruiting visit the year that Frieder was in his last year and left for Arizona State, and then Steve Fisher came in? Did you? Were you on? Was that when you were I walking, was coming actually through? Actually, just you know, just unoff- I never took an official visit. Okay. Just unofficial visits, I, I would go. Never took an official. Okay. My only two official visits really were. Ohio State, and then Kenny Anderson and I yeah. uh, were going to go to Syracuse together. We took our visit together. <sighs> and my host at the time was D.C. Derrick because I knew him you know, from um, from Detroit. But I got up to Syracuse. Listen, man, it's way too cold up here. <laughs> they, they brought up there at the wrong time, yeah, bro. That's a fair Bad point. recruiting strategy. <laughs> well, by the way, uh, Chris Brockman, my colleague here, is a Syracuse guy, and you are freaking him out right now. Not going to lie. But the dome, Jim. We had the dome. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, well, you know, funny. So back then, you know, we had the rotary phone. Okay. So yes. Kenny, uh, Kenny called me Anderson. He was number one player in the country. I was like around number two. He he hit me and said, you know, I was going to let you know I'm going to Georgia Tech. I was like, what? I mean, Georgia Tech never came up in the conversation about we were talking about Georgetown, North Carolina, Syracuse, Syracuse being the first one. Yeah. And, and Georgia Tech never w- was in like the conversation. Then he hit me with that. He said, "My mom's wants me to go. She loves Kremlin." I'm like, "Man, all right, man, whatever, man." Okay. So that's how it went down. And that's how it went down. I remember yep. Bobby Crimmins with that bowl cut, that that gray-haired yep. bowl cut. 
I remember that. Got a lot of guys out of New York because of his connection. Well, I mean, that's, he's a New Yorker, right? I th- he had that yeah. thick accent, Bobby Crimmins, back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah. I love this conversation. Jim Jackson here. What if? Uh, a lot what of if? what ifs uh, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> um, let, let, let's hit it. We're, we're okay. Last night at the ESPYs, LeBron's like, I'm coming back. I, 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 was, I'm, I was like, okay. I didn't think you were leaving. Uh, did you? Was, <laughs> like, was that an announcement that you thought – was necessary to announce or anything like that? I don't know. Jim, I don't, right? You know, it's, it's hard for me to dig into. I've learned. Chris, how old are you? I'm 54, so okay, I'm two I'm years older than you. So, yeah. Yeah, so we've learned a long time ago and, and lived long enough that you can't dive into people's minds to try to understand what they're thinking and why they do stuff. Right. What you do is kind of react to the message they send or, you know, what, what, they're, what they're doing. So I, I try to I tend to stay away because I don't know emotionally what a person is going through at the end of the season or family-wise or this or that, and to try to implement or input my thought process into what they're doing and how I would think it just doesn't work because it's, it's just too, di- too many different factors. But, you know, LeBron is like that in regards to making statements. You know, it's, it's the S Everybody's tuning in. So the statement comes – <laughs> when it's the ESPYs. I you shouldn't be surprised at that. I mean, that's LeBron, right, wrong, or indifferent. He's always chosen specific times to drop the bomb or whatever it may be or a message uh, when the ears and eyes are on not just basketball but sports in general. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and I, I'm I'm with you too. It's kind of like uh, it, it, it just uh, comes with the meal, right? Like the, that sort yeah. of moment with LeBron – because the way that he played and the way that the team overperformed, you know, based on expectations and the way that the team was uh, um, brought back and uh, during free agency and also enhanced. I love the Gabe Vincent signing. I, I was like, uh, LeBron's definitely coming back the way that the free agency went down. So when he said last night, you know, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I, I ain't leaving. You pulled a little wolf of Wall Street. You know, um, I, I I didn't bat an eye. I was like, oh, really? I, I didn't know that was a necessary announcement. That's the way I well, took it. You know it. what, though? You know, it was interesting if you listen to that conversation. He said, you know, for the last couple of years, he had been right. thinking about this. Could he give – he didn't want to cheat the game, basically, what he was saying. Well, he has it. I mean, he's cheated father time <laughs> more than anything else in regards to him still being able to perform at a high level. Now, it's not LeBron James, of course, of the Detroit series, what was that, back in 2000 three or four, whatever it was, or five. You know, when he scored 25 points in the fourth quarter, all of that. But he's matured enough, and the game has evolved enough that still allows him to be effective when he's not as athletic. But because of what he has in between his ears and how the team is built, he's still, you know, a dominant player. It may not be every night, but when you need him to be to impact the game, he's there. So it, it was interesting when he talked about the last couple of years about him and – how much is that to not being as successful post the bubble um, of not winning? How, how does that strain on a, a, a highly successful, probably one of the greatest players ever played a game, mine? But I, I couldn't see him not coming back and vying for another opportunity with the changes they made and the additions they made to you know vie for championship. Jim Jackson here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, what do you think is going through Lillard's mind right now, Jim? Listen, I've been around this game enough to know that they were playing 
dodgeball a little bit. Portland didn't want to seem like they wanted to trade him and push him out. Dane didn't want to ask for a trade, but it got to a point where somebody had to make a move because neither one I don't think neither one wanted to be the bad guy in the situation. Mm-hmm. That's it. They, they're the ones that forced the, the breakup. But at some point, and it's tough too because you got to think about it. Dane talked about it before, and sometimes you got to be careful what you say. And I'm not saying that it's wrong, but you know, about joining a, another superstar, about joining a, a team. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. I know that's probably not what he wanted to do, but ultimately Portland is kind of stuck in this rut where they're good, but they're not great. You're not going to compete. You're not going to be able to get that big-time free agent to go there to aid Dame. You know, when they were in the Western Conference Finals, that was their best shot. So they're at the point now where both sides have to feel they have to win. Now, how that is accomplished is going to be the interesting part because – as much as you love Dame, if you're Portland, I'm thinking about it from a management perspective. You just can't give him away. It just it just doesn't happen like that in this league. Yes, we're committed to helping you to reach your ultimate goal of the championship, but we're not going to be naive and stupid and just give you away for nothing. And Dame has to understand that as well, is that at the end of the day, as a business, we know where you want to go, preferably, preferably, but it has to be a deal that makes sense for us, not just today, but as we head into the future and our rebuild with our young guy. So do you think um, Adebayo's name has to be thrown in this mix here? Because you know that that's... Well, no way. There's no way they're trading. Because then that defeats the purpose. Because now your right. championship aspirations for Miami go out the window without ban. Now, in the interesting part, you hear Tyler's name being tossed around. I think it has to be another team involved. I don't know if Tyler because of the depth that the wing position Portland has, makes sense for them. You know, now you have to bring a third team in to make this whole thing, I think, maybe work. Can you get off of Kyle Lowry's number and move that as well? Mm-hmm. So it's not as simple as, you know, just move this part, move this part. It's a little bit more complicated, but we see more, I mean, tougher deals get done in this league. Right. And because that, you know, Bam is a guy who uh, I think Lillard has identified as someone he wants to play with. Uh, you know, that's oh, that's yeah. that's part of the mix of him wanting to go to Miami and the way that I guess that their program is run and the way that, uh, you know, South Beach uh, is a nice place to live and, you know, there's no state tax and whatever. I, that, that, I think that's that's part of the equation here. Um, and then, of course, when you got a third or fourth team in, they're like, well, you know, what, what do I, you know, why do I need to help out Portland get out of their problem? Because it just seems to me, um, do you think it's possible? And I know that we're 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 talking in the middle of July that right. that uh, Dame is still in Portland when uh, training camp hits, and he's going to have to be well, the, the good be, citizen. You can still trade him at the deadline. You know what I mean? Mm. Once the season starts, because I just don't think Portland is going to just give in and give up without getting something that's going to benefit them. Now, again, is it always an even trade? No. One side may feel a little bit better than the other, but do you feel good about what you got is the question. You know, did you give up the house now to get to go from a house to maybe a little smaller house instead of going to a condo or to a one-bedroom? I mean, that's, that's the big difference there. You know, you can go from a, a five-bedroom to a four-bedroom and still feel comfortable. All right? That, that's, that's the difference. Going from a five to one, that's a whole different story. And I think 
teams evaluate it that way. It's like if we can't get our now, if we can't get our best um, offers and deal done now, are we going to be able to leverage that and get a better one later on? Maybe you don't have the leverage as much, knowing that the trade has to happen come trade de- trade deadline in February. You know what I mean? So but these are the questions that management poses when you put that on the whiteboard on short term, long term. How do we attack this? When do we have our best leverage opportunity, which is probably now compared to during the season, unless something drastically changes with some other teams that have to move some parts. Now, obviously, Jim Jackson here on the Rich Eisen Show, Lillard hasn't popped yet, and um, nor is Harden. We're assuming he's going to maybe wind up here in Los Angeles. So let's let's do this. Let's put Lillard in Miami. We don't know how different Miami looks with that. And let's put Harden in uh, – in Los Angeles with the Clippers, and we don't know how different Los Angeles or Philadelphia would look on that point of view. Uh, have we um, appreciably changed anything of the pecking order in this league coming off of last season? How, has anybody in your mind, maybe it's the Celtics with what they did with Porzingis, Beal with the Suns, um, have have we rearranged anything significantly enough that uh, the Nuggets aren't still the best team? What do you got for me on that front? No, I think they're still the best team, but, you know, it's a battle of attrition, too. And the moves that are going to be made during the season, as we saw with the Lakers, that improve their situations, their situation tremendously. Injuries play a key role, but I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Phoenix to figure some things out because they're top-heavy, they're top four, five guys at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then again, their depth was an issue last year and Aiton's mindset is going to be very important to what Phoenix ultimately does because you're down the pecking order a little bit more now with a scoring guard like scoring guy like Bradley Bill I think in the east Boston was always I mean they had some some things to match up wise against Miami that that didn't go right but to me they were always still my favorite uh just because of the makeup of the team and it was a tough situation on Joe Mazzulla and everybody with the change in coaching and all of that last year that they had to deal with. But Philly, you think about it, they don't have James. And if they do, they take a step back, depending on what they get back in return. Because they were already in a situation, Rich, when you watch Philadelphia play, Mm -hmm. they needed things to actually go right for them in regards to they needed James to play well. They needed um, Maxie to play well. They needed Embiid. They needed Tobias. They needed these guys. They didn't have a lot of reprieve because they – the depth-wise of guys that can really have an impact just wasn't there. And you lose a James Harden, despite him maybe not being the Harden of, of Houston, he still had an impact on the game. So I don't think it changes the pecking order outside of Philly, depending on what they get back. That drops him back. He drops him back, huh? So um, what is your take on Harden? Just, give, you know, you, you know all mm-hmm. all what I'm asking. <laughs> You're all in one. Like, yeah. what, what's your take on him? Like, is he is he – He's a value add. The question is, is he a value minus when when push comes to shove? Um, what do you got for me on that, Jim? My 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 thing is, I don't I don't think he affects the winning aspect as the other dominant players do. Can he can he? Play? But I I will say this about James Harden: I will give him a lot of credit from this perspective. You know what you're getting with James Harden, especially when he came to book. He was a scoring machine. How much is that going to relate to winning basketball games when it counts? He hadn't been able to prove it. But the mindset for him to go into Brooklyn and say, you know what, I'm going to play point guard and not worry about the other things. I do want to win. 
that told me a lot about him as a person. Okay, to be able to make that change hmm. when you're at the top of your game, accept the criticism that came with it by maybe not playing the way that we're accustomed to seeing him play, carry that to Philly as well. Now, again, he's not the same as far as quickness. He can't get by guys. But his effectiveness to set play players up, it showed me a little insight into his maturity as a player that I don't think he can be your top guy. But if his mindset is right, he can still give you enough where he's a threat on the court with two other players that give you a viable option to win. He can't be the main guy. Of course, we know that. But I will say that I've learned a lot over the last two or three years about him as a individual by taking the stance that he took in regards to his new role as more of a playmaker mm. than a scorer. Last one for you, Jim Jackson, is what did you learn about Victor Wembanyama over two summer league games? Now, it was kind of like the NFL in a way that just a overreaction based on one of you know one game and maybe an overreaction based on another and an overreaction yep. based on you know Britney Spears uh, approaching him <laughs> you know uh, honestly it was it was a wild like five day stint for him in his first dipping of a toe in the NBA waters anything that comes out of that though that you think can inform us about Wembanyama at all well, well two two things. What an outstanding job over the last seven, eight, nine years the NBA has done with the Summer League to make it relevant. Mm -hmm. Okay, to make it this interesting in the summertime. We know it's a dead period. Football is about to start, but the NBA owns that part of it. So give them a lot of credit because we're talking about NBA basketball right now. The season starts in October. In regards to Wimbiana, this is what I say. Summer League. His trajectory is going to be determined by what happens in San Antonio because he they signed Pop five more years. So he's going to learn how to play the game. I think Scoot Henderson in Portland maybe will have more opportunities to go out and get numbers early because the ball is going to be in his hand. He, he's going to be – you know, the expectations are not as heavy on him as it is in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I think there's a step-by-step process with Wendiana and what he has to do. Unlike Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan had David Robinson. So he had a buffer there to kind of learn it, whatever it is, in regards to maturity of the game and how to play. He's a mature young man. Pop and um, R.C. Buford would figure out ways to teach him how to play in the NBA, build up his body enough, his mind, the mental aspect, that he can be effective. He may have some highs and lows during the course of the season early on. Remember Luca? I'm not going to say struggled, but had to figure some things out the first half of the season. And then that second half, once the light clicked, it was like, oh, okay, now we see Luca. And I can see that with Wimbiana is that he has to figure out what his game and how that translates, not only to the NBA, but within the San Antonio system with his players. And once that light turns over, whenever that is, we're going to see something special, but it's going to be a learning process, I think, for him. Um, along with San Antonio. Jim Jackson, greatly appreciate the time. Enjoy your summer. Look for more of my calls, and I'd love to get you in here in person next time you're in town. Let me know. Please do. You got it, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks Have again. Have a great rest of the week. Right, right back at you. That's Jim Jackson. Always great chatting with him. 14-year NBA veteran doing a great job on Turner Sports. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, last show, I gave you my top five things I wanted to see the most on the Jets' hard knocks. Mm-hmm. One of them has already come true. <laughs> See? I'm speaking you stuff into existence. <laughs> okay. 
No cap. <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That is the most, in my mind, rewatchable movie there oh, is. Oh, Fugitive? It Does it hold up or what? It does. How about that train wreck? The Still. train wreck at the top, uh -huh. for sure. Mm -hmm. It's a remote drop for me all the time. It does mm -hmm. not matter where it is. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm, we, we, we are such huge fans of the film. Huge. Uh, yeah. We wanted, uh, you know, on behalf of the fans of the film, thank you for catching the switching of the samples. Oh, the liver samples? Without yeah. you. You are welcome. RD90. You know? Wow. You found You know that? I'm so glad you remember that uh, detail because that's, I would say to people, that you don't remember from that? Well, I'm the one who uh, did the liver sample. I yeah. solved the mystery. You did. Of the liver samples. Well, you and Bones, you and know? Bones, of course. God, you remember everything. I'm telling you, I've seen this movie a million times. And wasn't the relationship between uh, Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones quite wonderful? Amazing. Yeah. I, I love it. Tommy yeah. Lee Jones' character, obviously they did another movie out of it, but yeah. Harrison Ford, perhaps the most beat up uh, movie star of all time. Yeah, in, in, he gets his. Oh yeah, well he does his own stunts too. I mean that's his own damn fault. Is that, <laughs> did you did you do your own stunts? I did all future? my own stunts. I dealt. I actually handled the liver samples with wow. these fingers and ungloved. See? That's not sanitary. You know, that's why you're as successful as you are, Jane. You don't leave any stone unturned. And thank you so much. Yeah, I, I go the extra mile. Thank you for your hard work, without which Devlin McGregor could perhaps be in business still today. Yeah, maybe. With Dr. Nichols doing his nefarious ease, you know? Mm -hmm. And Dr. Kimball would be in jail still. Oh, I know. Wouldn't Just that be think terrible? About it. He'd be What's rotting in jail if it weren't for me. And I forget my character's name. It was Kathy Wallen, if it weren't See, for Kathy Wallen. There you go. Mm -hmm. See, you, it comes back to you. It does. I think I scared Jane Lynch with my knowledge of uh, her character in The Fugitive. I think I frightened her. Oh, Rich, it's one of our favorite movies. It's Harrison Ford's birthday, my top five Harrison Ford movies coming up shortly. Back here on The Rich Eisen Show. Okay. This might be the happiest you've been all summer. Oh, come on. Look, I gave you yesterday <laughs> the top. I need, I need to amend... My top five Jets 
things I want to see. Uh, here, my top five things I wanted to see in the Jets, hard knocks. I gave it to you yesterday. And number five on my list was Quinn and Williams in uniform. Why did I say that? Because he was unsigned or he wants a new deal. How about that? He, uh, he wanted a new deal. It's time for him to get his new deal. And he did not have the Jets part of his bio on his Twitter page anymore. And, you know, in the 21st century, that's the way... Kids communicate. I saw two blue hats from Saquon yesterday. (laughs) I had to learn what the blue caps meant. (laughs) Cat. And so (laughs) you look to the Twitter feeds, and in the middle of my conversation with Jim Jackson at the very start of about 20 minutes ago, Quinton Williams put defensive tackle for the New York Jets back on his Twitter bio. And New York Jets, by the way, all caps. caps. One guy's putting blue caps in New York. All caps. Guys, all caps. <laughs> and both mean something, apparently. Yeah. All caps over blue caps. Sure enough. All caps, man. Minutes after the all caps. <laughs> Here comes, I heard that. Quinn Williams knows. Four years, $96 million. Large, largest second contract ever for a defensive tackle. Sixty-six million. Congratulations to Nicole Lynn. Yeah, hopefully, shout she's out Nicole Lynn. Nice uh, percentage there for her. Hopefully, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna send Nicole Lynn. I'm gonna send Nicole Lynn a DM. See if she'll rep me. I hope not, because yeah, bad news for us. <laughs> I don't want to talk to Nicole about that. <laughs> you said I hope not. I hope so. Let me tell you something. Joe. Hey, Rich. Congratulations. Uh, let me tell you something. Let tell me tell us. you something. If that leads to a Star insurance patch on the Jets jersey. I don't care. I don't care. What other well done. insurance companies I don't know. are out there? It Whatever the insurance. Hot, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. In Northern Jersey. This needed yeah. to be done. <laughs> it has to be done. And this is exactly what the Jets are doing right. Not messing around by going, we'll get Rodgers. We'll get Lazard. We'll get all this good stuff. And then just screw it up by not keeping our most important players happy. And Quinn and Williams being kept happy is just as important as keeping Aaron Rodgers happy for the Jets. Opportunity here, putting eggs in baskets in 2023 with a green and white Jets logo on it. Have to do it. Hard knocks. Now bring in the hard knocks, hard knocks cameras. Bring them in. They start on the 19th. Bring them in. Bring them in. <laughs> Turn the sprinklers because off. Because one, one more thing that you don't have to worry about what the camera's coming in is a holdout. Quinn and Williams is going to come in with a big smile. And why not? Well done. Don't screw around. Get it done. Love it. You got it all set up, and I don't want to hear it, Mike. I don't I need to hear I the was, John Isaac I, drop. I could already see your wheels turning. I, was, I, was I don't there, want to hear was, it because today's a good day. <laughs> you got a general manager who gets it. What's up? We are ready to roll. I love it. Great <laughs> idea. Because, you know, and you can sit here and say, oh, it's meant to be. It has to happen. Do you got to know it? Because so many times the Jets will just step on their Johnson, and I don't mean Woody. <laughs> okay. Christopher. Name out all the Johnsons. All the Johnsons. Yes. And Johnson. Ahmed Johnson. And Johnson. 
They got it. It's great. I'm, I'm loving it. No what a problem, great man. piece of news this is. So now I need to upgrade. I need to upgrade my one more. We need to amend. I don't know if you have that, Mike Hoskins. My one more. It's now in my top five. Yeah. You think we need one more? We did. Now we do need one more because number five on the things I wanted to see most in the Jets' hard knocks was Quinn and Williams in uniform because I was worried there would be a holdout. Mm -hmm. Not a problem. He's going to be in uniform. So now my one more is now upgraded to my top five. Number five on the list. Hold on. Uh, Oh, there it is. Zach Wilson's DMs. I need to see it. Oh, I can take it. I, mean, that I need one, to see to the honest, DMs. That honestly should have been number one. No. <laughs> number one, one is Sauce Guard. <laughs> Come on. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I got to take this somewhat seriously. We need a full Zach yeah. episode. Yeah. So now the, the last thing for Joe Douglas to do, the last right. thing for Joe Douglas to do is just to make sure he FaceTimes Aaron Rodgers when he wants to reach out to him. I don't want any communication problems. Rodgers is in Tahoe right now, so you better make sure. No, no, sure. leave him alone. Oh, no, leave him alone. Saying, he's got to hit him straight. He's trying to win a in. He's trying to win a tournament. He's trying to get those winning feelings going. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, is a three handicap. Dude. Woof. You think Modell's will sponsor the Jets? You heard Thielen you, you heard Thielen say you heard Thielen say that he's that Aaron Rodgers is the best putter he's ever seen. Ever seen. That's great. Good pros. WB Mason. Crazy Eddie's. That's Boston. No, crazy Eddie's. No, I don't care. Whatever it is, put crazy the patch Eddie's. on. We got crazy our team. Eddie's. Everyone's happy. Let's go. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Same intensity. I won't lose this intensity. Same so intensity out of you, Patriot season. fan. You know we got a stacked roster. This, this is season. real. This is real and spectacular. <laughs> and I know I might be setting myself up, but I am going all in. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to be, oh, what's, what could go wrong? Be a fanatic, Stop it. Rich. Be nope. a fanatic. No. That's what it's about. Does Quentin Williams play offensive tackle? Are we talking playoffs or what? Let's see how they all come back. Dwayne Brown here. Mekhi oh, okay. Becton looks like he's nice and slim and trim. <laughs> Elijah Veritucker's coming back. This is amazing. This is fantastic. Well done, Joe Douglas. Well done. Hour three coming up. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I just didn't know if Quinnen was playing both ways. All that okay. big, big contract. You've got to earn that It's money. fine. Oh, you want your roster? And heart of hearts. Honest answer. Swear to God. Hair in your child's head. Do you want the Patriots roster or the Jets roster? Ooh, he's thinking. You have to choose a roster. Oh. Pass defense is better. I'm not cherry picking. Oh. A roster. 53 man. 53 man. Uh, let me hold on. Just let me, how much time left in this segment? 53 man. 50 seconds. 53 guys. I Coach, plead the fifth. There you go. Thanks, Tom. 53 man. I'm not, I'm not, not answering that. It's July Mine. 13th. Yeah, baby. The roster's not full yeah. yet. Oh, okay. Hey, you guys still fill it up. You, oh, know, still you don't know what plucky. Well, that, Small school well, guy's going to make the Patriots, yeah, right? Hopkins and Dalvin Cook still might come. And then okay. Give me a second. All right. Although Dalvin Cook, the odds have changed. For what? Dalvin Cook now big favorite to join the Texans. I mean, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, big favorite to join the Texans. Oh. That's what, what little gambling site told you that? All of them. <laughs> not so little. <laughs> that should be your website, Chris. <laughs> little gambling little site. Little gambling site. That's not bad, actually. That's, actually your... That's not bad. Mm. Little gambling site. Mm. It's Small bets only. <laughs> Jet's not screwing around. You know what would have been a typical Jets thing. It's oh, like, we got it yeah. all set up, yeah, right, but our right. most important yeah, defensive player's not here out. to piss everything off. Yeah. No! Yeah, yeah, yeah. A table set! Let the big dogs eat. <laughs> 